Welcome to the Horgasm Podcast, the show where the serial killer isn't coming for you, you're coming for them. I'm Nick, and this is my co-host, Allie. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining us wherever you are. Yeah. Day after Christmas. It's got, got all your Day. Got all your gifts. Boxing Day for Canada. Yeah. And some other countries. Yeah. Enjoying some shopping. Yeah. Listening to the Horgasm Podcast. While you shop. <laughs> get all those good deals and listen to some good orgasm goodness. Yeah, instead of listening to all the crazy crowds. Yeah. Even yeah. though ugh, today is like before Christmas technically and it's just nuts out there because it's a weekend. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> what did we go see today, Alana? Ooh, we went to go see Star Wars The Last Skywalker. Nope, The Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> you mixed up the last, last something. <laughs> Yeah, something was the last and the first and the rising and the final. There's a lot of words, lots of adjectives. It was really good. It was amazing. I was really it impressed was, with that movie. Yeah, I, um, I'm disappointed that everybody's listening to critics and whatnot, not going to see the movie because of what critics have said. And I just, I just, this is a PSA that everybody just needs to go see it and make their own opinions because yeah. I'm so sick of people listening to everybody else not making their own opinions yeah. even like, those who haven't seen it they just kind of automatically think it's going to be bad absolutely like, come on yeah <laughs> right icky yeah she's agreeing with us those squeaks are squeaks of agreement <laughs> um yeah it was uh it was amazing and it was you know if you go before noon at landmark here in in saskatoon it's like 8.99 or 8.50 to go see a movie like, and it's, like, that's cheap. That is see really a, cheap. See a new movie that, you know, it, there's tons of, you know, they put tons of work and thought and care into <clears throat> it. I was just blown away by it. Yeah. I think everybody should see it and just judge for themselves because I think people are not seeing it because of reviews. And that yeah. makes me sad. It's, with social media nowadays, is this really yeah negative 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 like people jump on bandwagons they and do. just people it's like people want just want to hate things it's the cool thing to do it's, yeah it's cool thing is to hate on star wars that's yeah. the new big thing yeah exactly i agree 100 yeah. percent. it's so, so. frustrating yeah. <sighs> yeah moral of the story everybody go see it let us know what you think because it was awesome and i'm yeah. sad people aren't seeing it yeah love alana and nick <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, but let's look at the Star Wars yeah. scene here. Mm -hmm. Do you think you could ever watch or they'll ever do like a, a horror Star Wars movie? Movie? Probably not. I would, I like, listen, I would totally see it. But movie, I don't think so. Um, book? You said there was a book. Yes, there is yes. a book uh, called Death Troopers. It's a very zombie-themed story. Yes, yes. Where um, basically... I think uh, some stormtroopers end up on this planet with a, um, uh, I don't know, it's like uh, some sort of plant. Oh, like that, a little shop of horrors type thing? No, no, it's like the, the, the dust Ooh. kind of infects them and they become like zombies. Uh. And they got to try, like the rebels got to escape the planet with the uh, infected troopers on it. And it's, it's not a bad, it's a really good book. I thought it was good. Awesome. It was a good, it was a good different, way different take of. Star Wars. Like, I'd be interested in a book, but I'd be, I could get really into, like, a video game. Or, like, a yep. TV series or something. Well, that, like that the, could happen. Right? Like, The Mandalorian is kid-friendly. They said that everything on Disney Plus you could technically watch with a kid. 
but like I think it's it's kind of creepy but um, I'm actually playing the new game the Star Wars Fallen Jedi and I thought it would be more like the Force Unleashed but there's not you can cut animals in half with your lightsaber but you can't cut people or like other species in half yeah they did that with the second one yeah uh, the Force Unleashed the first one they kind of kept everything together yeah. But the second one, they, they incorporated all the limb loss and... Yes. Which is cool. Which, I mean, like, like some of the, like, kills, when you're swinging your lightsaber at their arms and legs, like, listen. <laughs> like, I know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was... So, I don't know. I think that they could do a really good, like, Dead Space-esque horror game out of it. Like, or something like that. And there's lots of, like... Like, they allude to it in Solo and whatnot. There's lots of underbellies of society yeah. that I think there could be, like, a lot of creepy sort of things going on. Not even, like, alien creepy, but, like, you know, seedy creepy sort of stuff going on. Like, uh, I think Attack of the Clones, they got those three monsters or in, like, yes. the, the gladiator. Yes, yes, yes. Like, have, have uh, one of those things chase you. Right. Or have a rank, you're stuck in a room with a rancor, you gotta escape, and it's eating everyone. That could be done well. That would be horrifying. Yeah. Or even that creepy um, monster that we, <laughs> the name we got wrong in Trivia Night, that was with Han Solo and Finn on the ship. Rathtar. That one. Yes. Like, that's a creepy thing. That was, that was creepy, though. Right? That was. Like, I just think that there's so much that they could do with it, that I think they could reach a different sort of audience if they... Did oh, something like completely. that. Completely. They right. totally could. Right. Like, that'd, that'd be interesting to have a very scary kind of monster. Well, they got a bunch of alien species. Right. Like, they could just make one up. Yeah. And have it like uh, a hunter. And yes. And it's hunting your character. Oh. Or hunting the main character. It's, yeah. They have lots they can do with. Like, there's I've, so many bounty hunters. Like, there could be lots of creepy stuff going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think that it's just an untapped... Like well, the Wampa, like the yeah. Wampa in the second yes. one, Empire, scared me as a kid. Like that creeped me out. Yeah, and now it's just a puppet. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I could go on the whole rant again about practical effects because I was just rewatching like um, uh, number uh, two. Wait, wait, is, is it Attack of the Clones? Attack of the Clones, number two. <sighs> Some of those CGI monsters, like they tried. <laughs> There is an effort, but oh my gosh. It's just unfortunately, like, I think the older ones actually look better because they use puppets and practical effects as opposed to, like, the CGI that looks worse. Yeah. Like, it looks juvenile almost, like something you'd see in an unfinished game now in 2019. Yeah. It's just unfortunate that they, it was so CGI heavy. Yeah. Well, you know what? You're in luck, Alana, because the movie we watched today, just now... Gremlins is oh. full of practical, practical. effects and claymation. Some claymation. <laughs> One of my favorite things. Such a good, well done movie. With it is. But that's the thing is when we were watching, I was like, man, like this, like you could watch this. I mean, other than the fashion, the fashion was a little scary, but the practical effects aged really well. Totally. Really good. well. Yeah, very well. Mm -hmm. And I think just at the very end, um, I. I Notice there's a little wire, like a little black string you can see kind of sure. holding up the uh, the last little creature. But other than that, you can't 
it gets all very well done. Absolutely. Um, the effects look really good. Uh, like all the facials of the, the of Gizmo and oh, yeah. all the gremlins. It just, you, you can easily convey it. If yes. he's happy, sad, scared. Um, and that's not hard to do. Yeah. But when you do it right, you do it right. And I found myself not like um, being pulled out and being like, wow, that's a bad puppet. Because I didn't think that. I was like, no. oh, Gizmo's adorable. He's so cute. I, I but when I'm watching Attack of the Clones or whatever, I'm literally pulled out of it and being like, wow, that CGI is something. Yeah. <laughs> so another uh, another checkbox in my practical effect loving box. It's just yeah, it was good. Yep. Yay. Well, then I think we should hop right in. Oh yeah. Hop into some uh, gremlins. Sure. Let's hop into gremlins. Awesome. I'm into it. I'm not ready. <laughs> Obviously, we're just talking about it. <laughs> so, Gremlins is a 1984 film. It was directed by Joe Dante, but very heavily handed influenced by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. He was like all over those credits. Well, you has a little bit of a cameo in yes. the movie. Right. Did you catch it? I like her. I read about it in the trivia, but I didn't actually okay. see him. I should have mentioned it's when uh, the dad at the um, conventions got all the different. Yeah. 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 He's in the bike. Going in a circle, oh. going around. There's Spielberg doing his thing. I didn't know that was him. I actually remember that part, but it's, I didn't know that was him. It's a young, it's a young Aww. Spielberg. Of course, 84. Well, like, one of the cops in this was, like, played an old guy <clears throat> in Breaking Bad. And I was like, oh my gosh, isn't that, like, I it barely recognized him. And I don't feel like 1984 was that long ago. I was born that year. Okay. So, <laughs> you were doing... I was, yeah, <laughs> wasn't even a twinkle. My no. father's eye yet, but yeah, I just don't feel like it was that far. But I mean, I guess listen, it was like what thirty-five years ago. But that's that goes to show just how well this movie holds up. That's exactly it. Yeah, very well, very well. Um, okay, so how did you hear about the movie then? Oh, you I, obviously didn't hear about it again. No, I <laughs> I had a little gizmo toy when I was a kid, and I also had the. Uh, book on tape kind of thing. Right, you were mentioning that. Like a book, a picture book, you can like kind of roughly surmise as a story. Right. And there's a cassette that comes with it. So cool. you play it and you go along and as it's reading kind of to you, you got the sound effects from the movie, you got Aww. all the sounds and it that's that's how I really got into it. Never did watch the movie until later on. Sure. But... I always liked re listening to it and reading it, and I thought Gizmo was cool. He is like, the bomb. He's the, Baby Yoda before Baby Yoda was, was a thing. Totally was for sure. And the Gremlin didn't really scare me as a kid, but I was just gonna ask that. So, how old were you when you actually saw the movie? Do you remember? Um, I had to be less than ten, maybe eight or nine. Okay, sure. So that would be. 92, 93. Okay. So I knew about it. I just never got around right. to watching it because I 
didn't have my interest in that kind of movie. Of course, of course. Okay, and it didn't really scare you even when you watched it. No, it didn't. It didn't scare me, no. I I was already kind of familiar with with the whole um, movie, the whole mythology. Right, obviously. uh, Yeah. Magui, the Gremlins. Um, It has a couple jump spots, but nothing to... Oh, and it jumps out of the tree. Oh. And um, there's one other one. When uh, I think when Gizmo kind of pops up at the beginning, okay, little jump. Aww, he's so sweet. Yeah, he's so good. (laughs) He's such a little good boy. Yeah, good boy. Good boy. Good good boy. (laughs) It's it's it doesn't. It's a good starting horror for kids. Right. Yeah. So if you all want a kid, you goes, "Mom, Dad, I want to watch a horror, a scary movie." Yeah. This is a good one to choose. Yeah. It does have some. It's got violence in it. Um, yep. It's tame compared to other horrors, but there are scenes of death, and some of the gremlins get killed pretty brutally. Yeah, there's like one scene where it's like just bam, bam, bam. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it, it then it kind of goes from scary to goofy and ridiculous. Yes. And you know what? It it works. Absolutely. It works very well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it almost mirrors Evil Dead. I agree. When you brought that up, I was like, absolutely. A hundred percent it does. With the, the goofy, tropey kind of horror. Yeah. Yeah. And you got Gizmo. He's kind of, not, not goof, but he's more of the, uh, the lovable kind of in, influenced by outside media. Kind yes. Because he sees uh, some race car movie on TV. And yeah. As he's, he's watching, he kind of imitates it. And later on, he gets in a toy car. Yeah. He's doing the same thing. So cute. He's such a great contrast to the Mogwai once they go kind of nutty. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's nice to just kind of keep in mind, almost, that yeah. they're not all bad. Yeah. What about <laughs> you? Where did you first hear about Gremlins? I don't remember, like, an exact time I kind of knew about it. It's just kind of always been one of those movies like, oh, have you seen Gremlins? Like, I knew Gizmo, because he's on all the little covers and everything and then I was telling you my brother-in-law his family dog is named Gizmo because they like the movie so much him and his brother so I like I just kind of knew what it was but I and I knew that they turned into the creepy things because it's just you know a thing that's always on the internet now and you know the don't feed them after midnight like it's like you know those things kind of float around and pop culture, so you kind of know about it. Well, I think, but, yeah, from the 80s, pop culture, Grebel absolutely. the Three Rules is almost at the top. Absolutely. Where you go, you can't, can't expose them to bright light or the sun. Yeah. You can't get them wet, mm-hmm. and you can't feed them after midnight. Right, exactly. So, Even when I was telling my parents that we were going to record the movie today, they were they knew exactly the three rules. Yeah. I was like, and huh. with the toy, that those rules came with the toy. Oh, they, that's I cute. I remember on the box, you get the toy, and there's the rules. You gotta Aww. follow. So that was, I thought that's really cool. That's cute. Yeah, it, it's just been a thing. And so I, yeah, I just had never watched it until now. It's one of those, I, I, we never had the movie. So, and streaming services have only been a thing for like a minute. So like to go out and rent it. I don't know, and like I'd never really been into horror movies either, so I thought, ugh. And my, when I told my mom and my sister we were watching this today, they're like, oh, it's so scary. And then watching it, I was like, what was scary about it? (laughs) Calling it a horror is a stretch. I agree. Um, But it's like a children's horror almost. Like, this would scare kids, for sure. Oh, for sure. 
but I'm not sure about nowadays, but like for right. the really young ones, they'd be not upset, but they would have a tough time, I think, in some parts. I agree. Um, but yeah. Lots of like the kind of the parts where they're kind of terrorizing the townsfolk, I think would be creepy. Yeah. For sure, for children, absolutely. And just how they, they move. Uh, really, the claymation would probably creep some kids out. Yeah. And, um. Oh, and those pods? Yes. Ugh. Yes, Ugh. the pods. That's very alien esque. Yes. Uh, which I, I, <laughs> I think it's cool. It's yeah. A good, it's a good effect. Absolutely. Um. I think yeah. it works with the movie. It does very well. Yeah. I agree. All right, so um, the characters, the two kind of main, main characters are um, Billy, who's played by Zach Galligan, and Kate, who's played by Phoebe Cates, I think. Yep. That sounds right. Yep. And then I have uh, Gizmo and Stripe, which are the two main little Mogwai guys. Um, Gizmo's actually voiced by Howie Mandel, yep. <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> and then Stripe is voiced by uh, Frank Welker. Yeah, Frank um, Walker, he's the one who kind of got um, uh, Howie Mandel into it. There you go. Because he kind of, I, I don't know the whole Howie do about him, but uh, Frank Walker was hired on first. He's like, you know what, Get give Howie a call. Mm-hmm. He does some good voice work, and I think he'd be good for, for Gizmo. And he sure. did a great job. Awesome job, yeah. That was so cute. Yeah. Uh, and uh, then we have the villainess, Mrs. Deagle. Played by Polly Holiday, and then um, Billy's two parents, who are kind of in and out of the whole movie, is um, Randall, but he calls himself Rand Peltzer, who's played by Hoyt Axton. Should again, I should write this how I can actually read it. And his mom's Lynn Peltzer is played by Francis Lee McCain. <laughs> Jeez Louise, <laughs> that's what I get for having doctors writing. I guess. Jeez. I am. Uh, my printer broke, so I had to write everything again. So. And also, we have a small little role by Corey Feldman yes. in this movie. He plays Pete. Pete yeah, Fountain. which is like a friend of Billy, like a 10-year-younger friend of Billy. Yeah, because Billy's 21. <laughs> yeah. I think Pete's, well, he looks like, what, 13, 14? Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. Young kid. Yeah. I, I, don't st- I still don't quite understand why Pete was in it. I think... <laughs> was it just the name drop? Yeah, well, he must be. Like, was this movie marketed towards kids? I think it was. Yeah? Towards it's Spielberg. And this is coming, this is after E.T. Okay. So. Sure, Because yeah. it was E.T. and they did, I think he did, um, uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind, and then this. Okay. I, I think. This is pre-Goonies, right? I'm just looking that up now. Oh, okay. I was just thinking that. <laughs> yes, this is okay. just before Goonies. One year before Goonies. Okay, awesome. So. Because he co- looks about Goonies' age. Not like in um, Friday the 13th, he looked younger. But he was also, same year. This is when he was in Friday the 13th. Interesting. So he, like, he was kind of well known. Yeah. But not as big, I think, until Goonies came along. Okay. Really yeah, because I, I can't believe I didn't know he was in this. But I didn't know he was in the Friday the 13th series either. Really. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he just seems like one of those, we were talking about it before, if you need an annoying kid in an 80s movie, Corey Feldman was a kid to call. Yeah. Like, but they said, when I was watching that Crystal Lake Memories, that documentary about Friday the 13th, they said he was, like, very professional on set, but also really annoying. (laughs) He reminds me of, um, 
like Wesley Crusher from Star Trek The Next Generation, <laughs> just annoying kid yes. who's there. Yes, exactly. So I that's why I was wondering why he was kind of in it was just for a name drop because he doesn't play... Like, he didn't do anything that couldn't have been done or cut. Yeah. Right? He probably needed, you know, young young kid. Uh, Corey, he's, he's pretty well known. We'll throw right. him in there. Right. So. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. So, so we may as well get into reviewing it. Let's get in. Let's Talk get about it. it. <laughs> so, we open on Rand Peltzer. Yep. Billy's dad. And he's walking around and he's following this young kid. And um, this young kid is taking him to his grandfather's shop. Yeah, but he's in, like, uh, Chinatown. He's, yes. We, we find out that Randall, like, he's an inventor. Yes. He's this big inventor guy. So he's, I think he's, like, doing, like, uh, trying to promote some of his, his gizmos, his right. gadgets. <laughs> his gizmos. gizmos. <laughs> and, um, yeah, he's kind of was wandering through Chinatown looking for a Christmas present for his son, Billy. Right. Yeah. And, uh kid sees him and kind of brings him down to his uncle's Grand, or gr- grandfather's, grandfather's um grandfather's store yeah. yeah it's just like a like a knickknack store almost antiques almost. yeah 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 so um he immediately starts trying to hawk this like kitchen gadget bathroom, Bath- bathroom gadget buddy. yeah it's it's weird i put weird swiss army knife <laughs> yeah, it's like a Swiss Army knife for the bathroom. It has like a toothbrush, uh, floss, yeah, air, you know, toothpaste, all that. Like an all-in-one sort of thing. Yeah. And um, he hears some chirping and walks over to it and looks in the box and he's like, oh, I gotta have that, I gotta have that. And the grandfather um, says, oh, well, that's a mogwai and it's not for sale. You can't yeah. have it. Not for sale. They ask him, well, what's he doing? Yeah. He's just singing. He does that. Yeah, he just sings. <laughs> So, um, he's like, you know, here, 100 bucks, 200 bucks, I'll take it, I'll take it. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah. The boy, the, the, the kid's like, you know, eyes widening, like, yeah. Grandpa, like, take it, we need the money. <laughs> yes. Grandpa's like, no. Yeah. No. Bad. <laughs> Can't take it. Too much responsibility. <laughs> so, um, the grandfather goes to leave, and the grandson then is, um, taking is walking him kind of out and he's like you know just just wait outside for a minute I'll, I'll talk him into this I'll talk him into this and so he comes out a couple minutes later and he's got the mogwai which is gizmo in his hand and he's like you know here, here you go but you know give me the money and there's three things or whatever so the the three rules Nick we already talked about it but you can you can say it again rule one uh, keep them out of uh, sunlight and bright lights that uh, hurts them. Sun can kill them. Yes. Don't get them wet, which we find out later on why. Yes. And uh, don't feed them after midnight. I feel like for some of these things, they should have stated why. <laughs> it's very ominous Pandora's box type things, you know? Yeah. Okay, don't get them wet. They can multiply, but... Yeah. <laughs> Like later on, like that would be uh, a boring movie. When, when, yeah, exactly. <laughs> when it does happen, you know, Billy tries to show his dad. He's like, "Wow, we can sell this." Yes. We can call it. Um, oh, I forget. Um, Peltzer's Peltzer's pet. Yeah, Peltzer's pet. And uh, you know, boom! Like that's why. Like I'm, I'm surprised he didn't say that. Exactly. But uh, yeah. <laughs> so um, after that, we do a quick cut to. Um, Christmas tree lot and there. I don't know why we cut to that. We cut just to, a, to yeah, just kind of showing like the this town light. The town, yeah. And, this is uh, a town. We see Billy. He's 
getting ready to go to work and trying to get his car to start. Yeah, some old bug. Yeah. And he's got his his good boy Barney, yeah. who's his pet dog. So, um, he can't get it to start, so he says, oh, whatever, and he goes to walk to work. And, um, we find out he works at a bank, as, like, a teller, looks like. Yeah. And, um, this is when we're introduced to Mrs. Deagle. Yeah, she comes storming in, and, uh... Big grumpy goose. Yeah, she's mad because, uh, Billy's dog Barney went and smashed one of her... (laughs) Snowmen. Yeah, she's decorations. like walking around with this huge snowman. Oh, head. she's just a bitch. Oh, she's just the meanest Karen ever. She's garbage, and she's like talks to this one family about like they need an extension on their loan because of Christmas, and they her the wife and husband just started new jobs, so it takes two weeks to get paid. And she's like, nope, I'm only here in this world to make money, just like the bank. So, you know, sucks to be you. And she's asking, well, can you please just talk to our landlord and give us a little more time? Yeah. And she's like, tell like two of the kids, now I have something to wish for Santa, don't you? And just walks away. Like, what? That's just cruel. Like, she's yeah. a mean old lady. She's garbage. And yeah. So she rolls into the bank and uh, she starts going to, you know, she cuts right in line, goes right to Billy. <coughs> and uh, and she just kind of, you know, this is what your, your beast did to my, yeah. my snowman. I want him out. I want him. I'm going to. Take him to the uh, to the vet and put him to sleep. Yeah, and like getting really graphic, like it's oh, ridiculous. She threatens, she oh threatens yeah, that poor pupper. Oh, and uh, little does she know, uh, Billy brought him with him to work, yeah. and he's tied up underneath him, uh, the teller desk. Yeah, and he says she gets loose and jumps and starts biting her and yeah, breaks the snowman head and bites her arm and she's like, oh my weak heart, my weak oh, heart. Oh, she just throws the uh, the victim card hard on that. Garbage. Yeah. So Billy kind of sends, you know, takes him home. He kind of gets in a bit of trouble. Right. He keeps his job, luckily. Yes. He goes to the bar after. <laughs> and As you do when you've had a bad day at work. It's usually he likes to draw. He likes to doodle a bit. Yes. And there's a picture of uh, Miss Deagle's like, dragging <laughs> someone, you know, with a knife trying to kill her. Yes. And we find out that uh, this girl that he kind of likes, they're not quite dating yet, I don't yes. think. Right. But uh, she works there, too. And she also works at the bank with him. Yeah. And, uh, so she's trying to, you know, comfort him and his coworker shows up and tries to hit on her. Yes. She's like, he's like, you want to come over and see my new place? I got cable. <laughs> and she's like, I haven't seen your old place. No, thank you. Yeah. And he's like, Burn. oh, fine. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> and so Billy, I think he heads home. He and, does. Uh, yeah. And, uh, we see all these gadgets around the house at his place. His mom's getting supper ready. Yeah. He's like, oh, uh, can you crack an egg for me? (laughs) So he's like, oh, okay, and walks over to the egg invention, and he's like, like, presses the button, and the egg kind of just shatters into the bowl. And then the rest is kind of followed into the bowl. Yes. He's like, "Uh." (laughs) And I guess there was some, um, I guess Miss Deagle talked to the mom about, I guess, the dog and the dad, and she called him a loser. Yep. And, uh, but his dad comes home and, yeah. uh, he's like, oh, I got a present for you. Yeah. But he can't wait till Christmas. And he thinks, oh, it's a puppy. You got a new puppy. And, uh, you turn the lights down. Yes. And, uh, he opens it up and Gizmo kind of pops out. His little Gizmo. Little Gizmo. And so cute. And he's just doing Gizmo stuff. He's looking around. Barney, he's kind of takes to him pretty easily. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we get a little bit of, you know, 
bit of gizmo time. Yeah, and he dad, takes him up to his bedroom. Yeah, yeah, the dad tells the rules. Yes, of course. And, uh, yeah, he takes him to his room and he's playing with the keyboard and he's singing. Yeah, he's playing piano with him. It's so cute. And then he gets, like he takes a camera, he takes a picture and there's a flash, of course, and he scares him. Yeah. So. And he gets a cut and so we fixes him all up. He takes him in the bathroom and straps his head up with a little bandage. It's freaking adorable. Yeah. So the next morning, um, this is when he tries to use the juice machine then. And there's like... <laughs> juice everywhere. Just juice everywhere. Puts one orange in and it like squirts out half a cup of juice. And then the whole thing like malfunctions and just juice flying everywhere for like 10 seconds. And I was like, Nick, what kind of orange is that? Yeah. I want to know. <laughs> and then uh, Pete comes over. Yeah. This weird, annoying kid, Pete. Yes, and, Mr. Uh, Corey Feldman, Pete, yeah. yeah. comes up, he's reading comics, and he doesn't see Gizmo there, just kind of watching TV, watching the, the, racing. the racing one. And um, he ends up, uh, you know, shows him Gizmo. Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, check this out. And he brings him to his uh, little drawing. Painting yeah, desk, yeah. yeah. And, uh, of course, Pete knocks over the water and gets Gizmo wet, and yeah. uh, his back starts bubbling. And uh, this little ball of fur pops off. Yeah. And it grows, and then four more pop out after. And all of a sudden, we got five more Mogwais. Yes. And the, the first one has a nice stripe over his head, so they call him Stripe. Of course. As you do. As you do. And so that's what happens. So we know that sunlight hurts them. Yep. But we don't know, like, to what extent at this point. But sunlight does cause them pain. Yep. And water multiplies them. So, you know, <laughs> logic. We're going to find out what the third does. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And these these uh, babies aren't as nice as Gizmo, though. No, they're not. Which is weird. Gizmo's kind of like the rare, nice, good one. Yeah. All the other ones are kind of really mean. They try to bite Pete. Yes. Uh, we find out that night um, they tied up Barney with... Uh, um, Christmas lights yeah. and left him outside. Poor Barney. Poor Barney. So yeah, that's what happens at nighttime is they all kind of are sitting there and they tie him up and they think it's hilarious. So um, they um, they they think that it's Mrs. Deagle who did that though. So the dad decides that they're going to take Barney to their grandparents. Yeah. To Billy's grandparents and yeah, you know, let's just take him away and you know until this all simmers over and then we can figure it out from there. Yeah. Yes. So, this is when um, Billy takes um, Gizmo to school, isn't it? Or no, one of take, the ones. He takes one of the, uh, the, one of the, the babies. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he takes to his, like, a science teacher. Yeah. And he's like, you got to check this out. He takes a little drop of water and pop another, another little mogwai pops out. Yes. And uh, the teacher's like, well, that's incredible. Can I, can I keep it? Sure. So. Yeah. He keeps it for study and uh, Billy takes uh, the one he brought back home and... Yeah. Yeah, and then we go to the bar, and this is um, not much happens is it in this scene other than um, the tow truck, the snowplow driver, he's talking about um, gremlins in his truck, and you know after World War Two, you know if something was wrong with your car, you'd blame it on gremlins. Yeah, it's implied that he was in World War Two. Right. And uh, him is yeah he. He was drunk as a skunk, and he yes. hates anything foreign. Yes. Which is funny. Um, but yeah, he already <laughs> discusses how, you know, if things don't work, it was gremlins. Gremlins were doing it. Yeah. And uh, so he's, his car is like a, a tractor. Yes. Which is funny. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, 
Billy gets back home and uh, him and Gizmo are in bed trying to, you know, I think Gizmo's reading reading a comic yeah. and, and uh, Billy's uh, drawing. And oh, is this where he was watching the movie and he's scared? Or was that later? It was really cute. That was earlier when he's watching the scary movie. Yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, he was watching the scary... You guys are watching um, the... Not the pod people. Um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Like the old original one. And (laughs) Gizmos looks just terrified. Like his visuals is really good. Yeah. But um, nope. Gizmos is reading a comic and Billy's trying to draw. And Stripe and the other... uh, Mogwire just making a fuss. Yeah, like, like going hungry. crazy. Yeah. And so he looks at the clock and says, 20 till midnight. 20 to 12, yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's not 12 yet. It's not midnight yet. I'll get you guys some food. And he gets like a big plate full of chicken legs. Yes. And uh, drops in with them. And uh, they just eat them all up. And he's like, he offers one to Gizmo. And he's like, nope, I don't want any. And uh, he's very responsible. Yeah, Gizmo is smart. He doesn't yeah. want to be a gremlin. <laughs> and. Uh, Yep, so they eat them all up, and uh, next morning, they're pods. Yeah. They're just pods. And the same, the same night, the, the one that the uh, professor, the science teacher has. Yes. Uh, he left at, like, at 2.30. Yeah, and, in the morning, uh, yeah. In the morning, and left his, like, sandwich next to the cage. Within reaching distance. Yeah, and he dragged in, he charged down to it, and he, too, went to a cocoon. Yeah. And he's, like, very alien-like. Yeah, like very, yeah, you're right, alien egg thing. Yeah, they're like, he, he, he calls them like a cocoon, mm-hmm. but um, very weird and kind of spooky looking. Yes, I totally agree. And uh, yeah, so they kind of, you know, they notice what has happened, like, whatever. You know, it's, yeah. It's, Billy tells his mom, and she's like, well, okay, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah. then he goes to work, and um, everything else kind of goes on until yeah. they... Yeah, and we go back to the science room at school, and um, this is when the Mogwai is kind of, um, it starts smoking almost, yeah. like fogging. Yeah, it kind of cracks <laughs> open, there's this green light. Yep, and the science teacher kind of rushes the kids out of the room, yeah. and then he turns around and it's gone. Like, the Mogwai's out of its little pod cocoon thing, and... He's, like, looking around. He doesn't see it. He, like, hears stuff moving. He's like, what the heck? Yeah, tries to follow it. And yeah, so he grabs a chocolate bar, and he's trying to, like, coax it out, and he sees, oh, it's under the desk. So he pulls back the wrapper and kind of puts the chocolate bar under the desk, and he feels it starting. He's like, oh, that's a good boy, that's a good boy. And then all of a sudden, his arm pulls under, and he's like, ah! Yeah, he just screams. He gets... He gets he, yes. We can always kind of assume that his hand gets bitten. Yes, yeah. And uh, yeah, Billy, he, he calls Billy before this yeah. happens, and Billy runs from the bank over to the uh, school, mm-hmm. and he finds the professor and the teacher just you know face down under the desk, assumed with like he's killed. A, with a needle in his bum. Yes. Because he, he gave a needle to it earlier, and it was real mailed. Yeah, he, he took some <laughs> blood out, and he was not very gentle. No, and... and uh, yeah, oh. so... Uh, so, so we're he, under the assumption he's dead? Yes. Okay. And uh, Billy's trying to find it, and uh, it, uh, it scratches his hand. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, he's, he grabs an apple, he sees his hand, comes up, grab an apple, pull it down, and he's like, yum, yum, yum. Takes a bite, <laughs> and, yeah, and throws it at Billy, and he's trying to you know, reach over and scratches his hand. Yeah. 
uh, laughs at him and then escapes into the vents. Yes. And so he goes and he tries to, you know, he goes to the first aid, wraps his hand up. Yep. Backs into the um, the cupboard and the side door opens up and there's a gremlin and it slashes at him. Yeah. And again, this is where the, some of the jump, you know, a little bit of a jump scare. Nothing too bad, but just sure. it's a surprise. Right. And um, so you can, Billy's trying to you know, protect himself and it just hops down and busts through the door and it runs away mm-hmm. out the window. So... So he calls his mom, yeah. I think, yeah. and um, she's kind of noticed something's weird already. Yeah, she's she's doing some baking in her kitchen. Yeah, and, uh, we see their eggs opening up. Yes, and she hears like some ruckus upstairs. Yes, and uh, yeah, Billy calls and tells you, know, hey, no, he doesn't call her yet. She goes upstairs and investigates. Checks, yeah, because she hears a noise. And then then Billy calls her, mm-hmm. and he tells you, yeah, you're on the house, and the gremlins pull the phone cord out. Yeah, yeah. And so she goes back downstairs and she sees one in the kitchen eating a gingerbread man. Yes. And uh, he kind of puts his head in the mixer, this automatic electric mixer. Yeah. And she turns it on and kills her. Kills yeah. her with the first little gremlin. Kind of. Like green blood everywhere. Yeah. And then she's already, she picked up a knife when she went to investigate, which was very thoughtful of her. And so at this point she still got the knife. So she um, kind of it starts fighting with the one and walks over to it and just kind of like, and just starts stabbing the crap out of it, kind of like the psycho, like the hey, 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 yeah, hey. Yeah. Like it's like she's trying to work something out of her system. Kind of <laughs> felt like, felt a little bit of the projection in her stabs there, but. A little bit. And then after that, she, the other one like jumps on her. Or something. It, it throws something at her. Yeah. It throws. It's like in front of a microwave. And yeah. She grabs like some pan or some spray. Sprays oh, in yeah. the face. And it backs up into the microwave. She slams the door. Hits, I don't know, like, broil. Yeah, like high. And, <laughs> and it explodes oh. in the microwave. And, <laughs> and she's like, okay, phew. Yeah. And uh, so she goes into the living room thinking that she's, she's got three down. Yeah. Kind of look around, and she backs to a tree, and sure enough, there's a gremlin in the tree. Of course, yeah. And it kind of jumps off at her with the tree with it, and is scratching her and trying to you know, bite her. And uh, Billy comes on and yes. grabs the, which luckily there's two swords by the front door, grabs one and swings and takes the head off and knocks into the uh, fireplace. Yes. So there's four now. Yes. And then you see uh, Stripe look out from the mirror and just or the window. Kind of just, you know, growls at him and hops out. Yeah, he's like, he nope. <laughs> and uh, so Billy, you know, he, he tells his mom, you know, get away, go, go to the neighbors, go, go hide. Yes. And he tracks Stripe. Him and Gizmo track Stripe to um, the YMCA. Time where, to stay at the <laughs> Where uh, Stripe hops in the pool. Yes. And he gets super wet. Yes. And basically an army of gremlins show up. Yeah, and, and like, and of, the pool starts, like, bubbling, and Billy's like, nope, nope. and starts just, like, nope, and leaves. Which, like, thank goodness. And so, of course, Billy, being a smart, you know, thoughtful boy, dude, goes to the police station, and he's yep. like, man, like, there's this thing that just happened, and, like, there's gonna be these green guys running around, yeah, and they multiply. Like there's, like, yeah. Here's, here's Gizmo. Yeah, hundreds and thousands of them, and they're like, oh, thousands, sure. Like, the police obviously aren't taking him very seriously, which is nope. too bad. And but, like, most horror movies, they don't believe them. Nope. And as uh, he's doing this, all the gremlins kind of, in a nice little bit of claymation. Yes. They, uh, they come out, and they go everywhere. They, uh, they 
take over the one guy's uh, tractor. Well, he, he's watching TV. Yep. And his reception gets all fuzzy and screwed up. So he goes inside to look at the antenna. Isn't that Mr. Snowplow Man? Yep. Yeah. And uh, he hears the snowplow start up. Mm-hmm. And it basically the gremlins are driving it. And they chase him into his house, through the house. And uh, it's kind of assumed that they die. Yeah. But they don't. They they get they call him after and all that. Right. And there's, they do a bunch of different kind of... Um, not kind of like pranks, but just uh, they sabotage. Right. Uh, this one gremlin, he sets the... Um, traffic lights to green all green yes and you hear an accident and um then you get a nice little shot of mrs deagle in mm-hmm. her room her house yep uh she's got the old um what would you call those like uh, it's like a stair climber or something there where the an older person sits in the chair and it takes them up and down the yeah. stairs so she's yep. coming down with her she's like a crazy cat lady we find out too yes and she um comes down and uh, she's going to feed her cats. Mm-hmm. And she hears some carolers. And she's like, I hate carolers. <laughs> and she grabs a bucket of water. Yeah, like what a like garbage a, a, a human. Pi- a pitcher of water. And opens the door. And we got gremlins singing. All dressed up. The theme song. <laughs> all dressed up. And she shrieks. Still throws the water on the ground. Goes inside. And uh, we don't, I guess, earlier one of the gremlins went through the cat door. Yeah. And sabotaged her chair. Yes. And she's like, yo, oh, I'm not, I'm too, I'm not ready. I don't want to die. Like, she thinks it's, you know, the end for her. Like, right. Like, de- death came Like, these her. are devils or something. Yeah. And she sits in her chair and uh, starts going up super fast. She goes flying out her front, you know, um, upper story <gasps> window. And yep. <laughs> just lands. And just flies. Yeah. And just splat on the, in the middle of the street in yeah. front of the cops. Yeah, they see her just kind of laying there with her, still in the chair. Yeah, with her feet up like in the air. <laughs> yeah, and like the one cop was like, was that Mrs. Deagle? Let's get out of here. Because I guess there's also um, a guy just Santa, just covered with gremlins. Yes. So yeah. So it's, it's chaos. It is. Yeah, I just have um, in my notes here, montage of harassment. And that's basically what it is. There's some small little scenes with like a mailbox where they're spitting the mail back out at people and biting yeah. hands. And yeah, they're just up to a bunch of no good. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then it goes to the bar. Yes. Where uh, Kate works. And she's doing her best serving all these gremlins drinks and popcorn. And they're just having a blast. They're I love how fun. she's just playing along. She's just like, this is this is my life now. <laughs> saying, oh, just don't bite me. Don't bite yeah. me. And you see, like, Stripe there playing a game of poker, and one of them's trying to cheat. Yes. And this other girl, dressed up as a girl, kind of whispers in his ear, and he pulls a gun out and shoots him. <laughs> and it's very it's very comical how they all act. Like, this yes. is when, like, the hordes kind of, like, really, they give up. Like, you yep. know what? Fuck it. We're going to make these guys as ridiculous as possible and just have them have fun. Yes. And that's what they do. Um, it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It's hilarious. It's just a fun time. <laughs> it is. Like, they're, they're drinking, they're uh, singing, um, what, like, they're smoking a bunch. Yes. Uh, like, one of them is dancing on the floor. Fla- there's, like, a flash dance. There's a, that's right, there's a flash dance scene. <laughs> With the leg warmers. Yes. And the, oh. I forgot about that. It's so good. <laughs> so funny. And, oh. uh, and we find, and, and uh, Kate? Yep. Yeah, Kate. She um, tried to light one of the cigarettes of the uh, the gremlins, and he's kind of shying away from the fire. Cause, yeah. Because uh, it's bright. Yeah, he's flinching away. Yeah. yeah. So she gets the idea, hey, she gets a camera out and starts taking pictures. Yes. Of the flash. And she's not to get away. Yes. And and she does. She, she, she gets out and yeah. uh, 
uh, Billy, he gave up on the police. Like, they right. told him to go home, so he went home, got his car running, and went to go pick up Kate. Right. So, uh, they they hop in, and they try and go, but the car won't start again. Exactly. So they run to the bank. Yes, they run into the bank quick. And um, this is where Kate reveals her big secret. She had a little mon- or monologue earlier about why she hates Christmas. And, you know, it's a high suicide rate. And, you know, some people are opening presents. Other people are opening their wrists. And it's just like, I turn to Nick, I'm like, what the fuck? This gets really dark. <laughs> yeah, this like, Kate goes, is, Kate hates Christmas. This takes such a dark turn in this goofy movie. Yes! How, how she hates, she explains exactly why she And this Christmas. is when she explains, yeah. Her, her dad, her mom were getting ready for her dad to come home and it was getting late and uh so she went to go light the chimney yes like a fire and there's a smell coming from it and she thought it was like a dead cat or a bird called the fire department they come and they break it open and there in the chimney is her dead dad dressed as santa with presents in his arms yes he was gonna climb down the chimney with presents and surprise them he slipped fell and broke his neck yes and got stuck in the chimney but like what a dummy like how dark is that in this movie like I'm yeah sorry, oh this... no it's really crazy like just completely out of left field yeah i don't know if they tried to pull the seriousness back into it or what yeah i i think this is supposed to be this was originally supposed to be really kind of a dark broody violent movie okay originally but then like you know we can't this is no. too goofy let's just make it as is right um but i think they kept that in just for dark sake you know just sure kind of throw contrast of, yes. really yeah yeah so it was really random and <laughs> then they uh they leave the bank um and it's quiet out yes the town looks like it's abandoned it's weird <laughs> and so they run to the movie theater and this is when they um they kind of peek in and they see gremlins eating like concession food popcorn that kind of stuff and then they pop their head into the movie theater and Snow White is playing. And they're like all watching Snow White and singing along. They're loving it. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. I wonder how much they must have paid to Disney for those rights, hey? Must have been a bit. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Billy gets the idea, hey, let's let's make an explosion yes. and kill them all at once. Yes, because she says, Kate says, like, are they all in there? And Billy's like, yeah, it looks like it's all of them. Yeah. So, um, they run down to the boiler room, and they turn the gas on, and kind of light some paper near it, and hot foot it out. Yeah. But, yes. of course, as they're going, you know, behind the uh, screen, the, um, the grandma'd see him. But yes. Before, just before that stripe, he, uh, was out of milk duds. Yes. So he goes to the front to go get some, and, uh, there's none. Yeah. So he sees across the street, there's a candy store. So he's he's not even in the building when this is happening. <coughs> Sorry. And uh, so the gremlins they they, they they see yeah Kate and Billy and, and Gizmo so they yeah. chase them out to the back door. They kind of trap them in. Yeah, they barricade them in there. Yeah. And uh, the movie theater explodes. Yeah, it blows up. It was a very nice explosion. It was a good explosion. It's a good eighties explosion. And it's the same theater as in Back to the Future. Yeah. Same theater, same same street, same everything. Mm-hmm. So they kinda of think, yeah, they did it, but nope, they see Stripe in the Stripe. in the department store yes. window. 
So you think, well, we got to get rid of this once and for all. Because yeah. if he gets wet again, he's going to start all exactly. over. Exactly. So <laughs> Billy breaks the window and they jump in the door or the window to the department store. And um, Kate, Billy, and Gizmo um, go hunting basically after him throughout the department store. Yeah. And they're, um, it's mostly Stripe and Billy kind of, because um, Billy gives Kate Gizmo and says, you know, just kind of hunker down and. Yeah. Take care of Gizmo and just. Yeah. Tr try and get the lights on. Yes. Right? Yeah. Try and so get the really lights on. It's really dark in yeah. there. And uh, this gets really violent. This yes. is where this gets kind of it really goes back to the dark aspect. Yes. Where uh, Stripe, like he, um, uh, kind of, I don't think he hunts him, but he kind of you know taunts him a bit. He's right. He's cameras on him, and he's kind of rumbles out uh, Billy and um, uh, knocks him down with a chainsaw. No, yeah. no, no. He uses a, a crossbow first. Yeah. Shoots him in the arm with a crossbow bolt. Yep. Uh, shoots the second one. Uh, Billy blocks it with a ghetto blaster and throws it at him. Yes. And then Stripe comes at him with a chainsaw. Yeah, and, and he, like, hits him with, like, a baseball, like, one of those automatic baseball thrower oh, things. Yeah, like, and knocks him down. And then, once he's down and vulnerable, then he grabs a chainsaw, like, some yes. sort of masochist. Yeah, and, and Billy's just got a baseball bat, a wooden baseball bat to yes. protect him. And he's trying to do his best to, um, you know, keep him away. Yeah. And, uh... Uh, I think Kate's flashes him with the camera or something. Um, what happens? He gets um, yeah, he it's something like that. Yes, she turns the lights on. Yeah, she turns the lights on. He reels back and he falls back. That's when he the chainsaw digs into the floor and pulls him back yeah, into the wall, and he hits his head. And it's like the tweeting of the birds. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Yeah, just in case it was starting to get too serious, then we get a tweeting bird yeah. knocked out emotion. And Ugh, uh, also, funny. when she was going through all the switches, she yes. uh, turned on the fountain. Right. Uh oh. Yeah. So uh, uh, Stripe sees that. He's like, "Oh, here we go." Yes. So he um, heads over and hops on the fountain. He's kind of yo know, taunting Billy. Hey, hey, look at this! Look what I'm gonna do. Yeah. And meanwhile, Gizmo, he yeah, he breaks out. Like, he yeah, gets away. During he, this whole time, he's in his, this little Barbie convertible, just driving around the store, having a grand old time. Yeah. Um, Barney and uh, Billy's dad, they show yes. up there. And um, Barney helps in to uh, help, I guess. And he, yeah. he gets run over by Gizmo. He gets yes. scared by Gizmo driving by him. And, um, yeah, he, Gizmo round, you know, zooms up and... Yeah. Uh, Catches the, what would you call that, the uh, blind? Yeah, it's like a, well, it almost looks like like a greenhouse. Like, it must be their garden center or something. Yeah. But yeah, he catches like a blind curtain thing. Like like the string. Yeah, yeah. And uh, pulls it. Yeah. And uh, the light just shines in, like the sun. Yes. Like this morning. Sun shines in and uh, just hits poor old Stripe, Stripe. And he falls in the fountain and kind of dies. He melts. Oh. It, that was pretty graphic. That was a very graphic, melty death he has. Because he's kind of like bubbling because it looks like he's going to multiply. Yeah. But then it's the sun is melting him at the same time. Like, it's a lot going on. Yeah. And it kind of switches between claymation and then like goopy special effects. I don't know if it's claymation. I think it's just... Really? Maybe, I don't think so. Oh, I thought the melting kind of looked claymation-y. I don't think so. It, hmm. looked, it looked too uh, too big. Interesting. Like, too, like, well, too big, like... 
With claymation, they have it's kind of more zoomed in. Right. This was more they had like the the fountain to scale. Right? Okay. So. Sure. Uh, I think it was just really good effects. Interesting. And uh, so he kind of falls into the, the fountain and he's kind of dead. Yes. And then he kind of jumps out. His skeleton jumps out. And then that melts. <laughs> booga booga. Yeah. The last little <laughs> jump. And it melts away. Yes. So they they wrap uh, Gizmo up and so he's not getting touched by the light and they yes. take him home. And uh, they're trying to kind of just relax and uh watch the news yeah. see the recap of kind of what happened and <laughs> while they were the news is kind of played off as oh, it was mass hysteria yeah like, okay probably the drugs <laughs> oh, was, oh dad marriage of one <laughs> and they kind of blame it on like little green men oh some yeah. people report seeing little green men it's well, like wrong. you're right <laughs> i think they got the wrong idea of the little green men but yes i agree and so, um, th- then Grandfather knocks on the door. Yeah, Mr. Which, Wayne. Yes. Yeah. He shows up. Yeah. And he, he called what happened. He's a little unimpressed. He's yeah. He's like, I told you, great responsibility is taken. Yeah. When it comes to taking care of a Mogwai. Yeah. He gives him a good old scolding. He does. Yeah. And uh, he, he goes to take uh, Gizmo back. Yep. And uh, Gizmo uh, wants to say one last thing to Billy and... He tells him, yeah, Gizmo, he wants to say one last thing to you. Mm-hmm. So you can understand him. If you if you want to listen, what I have to do is hear. Yeah. And uh, he says, bye, Billy. Yeah, bye, Billy. Yeah. <laughs> it's and, so uh, cute. Him and, him and Gizmo take off. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the end. And that's it, yeah. Aw. It's a good movie. Yeah. Little Gizmo. He's sweet. Reminds me of Ichabod and Baby Yoda. Yeah. It's like two of my favorite things right now. <laughs> so I'm all in for that. There are Ugh. a lot of uh, you know, visually um, similarities. There are, for to, sure. Uh, Baby Yoda. Yeah, it's like give, like, give us something with a big head and big ears and adorable little facial features and yeah. we're in as a society. Yeah. That's all we can take. <laughs> and there is a sequel. There is a Gremlins 2, the okay. new match, which is... They kind of drop the horror completely and go straight to comedy. Sure. And uh, it, it's a good movie, too. I like it. It's, it's funny. Do they have any of the same characters in it? Billy and Katie and the couple who uh, had the... The snowplow. Snow yeah. Okay. They're the only recurring characters. Interesting. And, and Gizmo. And sure. Gizmo, of course. But, and it's um, not bad, either? I think it's good. I okay. think it's funny. It's a good... It's... it's a lot more comedy, a lot more goofiness. Uh, sure. They got Christopher Lee in it. They oh, have uh, Robert Picardo in it. Oh my gosh! Um, there was these two um, twin guys who were sure. in a few movies. They were in Terminator Two. Hmm. Uh, he was a guy who was the um, security guy who gets his uh, what's it called? Uh, the T one thousand pierces his head. Okay. He comes okay. Comes from the floor. Yeah. So uh, like him, huh. they're, they're like identical twins. They're they're known for a few other movies. Sure. Um, and well, that might be a fun watch. It's it's a good one. Is it? Does it happen at Christmas again? No. Oh, okay. No, it's different city. It's, oh. it's all different. Uh, and how long after this one did it come out? A couple years. Okay. Still um, in the eighties. Um, I'm not sure. Billy hasn't grown up that much. <laughs> well, he's got a different job. He's oh, not, fun. he's not doing uh, banking. He's, no, he's done with banking. Okay. And him and Kate are, like, together? Oh, yeah. Okay. Interesting. 1990. Okay. So this so is a few six, years later. six years later. Okay. Grown up and matured a yeah. bit. And I heard there's rumors of 
another sequel or, or something else going to Netflix. Nice. I hope they do because this is a fun series. For sure. It's a good, it can it can be seen as horror. Like again, it's a good beginner horror for for kids. Yeah. Uh, for adults, it's a good little reminder of how some horror movies are done with the effects. Right. Um, it's it's a good good old movie. Yeah. Well, if you thought it was a good little movie, oh yeah, how would you rate it? I, I think I'm jumping four. ahead. <laughs> I go four. Okay. Four out of five. It's just it's nostalgic. It's yeah. Like. I don't know nowadays if you ask a kid about the three rules. Right. But ask an adult. Sure. Who lived through the 80s. Do you remember the rules for gremlins? Sure. I'm sure they can say it to you. I guarantee. <laughs> uh, and it's like you enjoyed it. You thought it was yeah, cute. It was. Uh, it, it's got its own little bit of horror parts to it. But again, it's not a very scary movie. Mm-hmm. Great for kids. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's just a good, it's a very good original idea. I agree. Yeah. In a day and age now where we don't have as many original movies yeah. coming out. Yeah. It was, it was interesting. You don't see many, um, many shows like this, I guess. No. Yeah. No, like there's, I can't really think of anything that's similar kind to Kind of in the wheelhouse. Yeah. yeah. It's his own thing. Sure. Yeah. It was what fun. I, I would probably give it a three. Um, it's, it's. Good. It's just, like, again, it's not really a horror. And there were some things that were kind of goofy about it. But it was a solid movie. Oh, yeah. It doesn't take itself too seriously. Exactly. Yeah, it's just like an Evil Dead. It, I agree. When when you said that, I was like, yep, this is... I feel that exactly. Yeah. More like an Army of Darkness Evil Dead. Like, and, where it's just goofy, yeah. kind of. And, and the sequel, again, like, Evil Dead 2 and even uh, Army of Darkness. It yep. just ramps up the, the goofiness. And yes. The that's how the sequel is to Gremlins. They Fun. Really, they really kind of they skip the whole Gremlins are scary, more Gremlins are just kind of little creatures that, yes. that cause mayhem. And right. Havoc. Uh, not so much kill people, they just want to cause chaos. Sure. And uh, they, they kind of really make fun of the three rules. Yes. Because those things are very like, when after midnight can you feed? Um, they, they really actually they, they touch on that very specifically in that movie. With the after midnight? Yes. Oh. That when they, they when the, the, basically the premise is they're in a big uh, big new fancy skyscraper building. It's got state of the art equipment and technology and gremlins get loose in there and huh. cause havoc. <laughs> oh fun. And again, Billy's again you go to security trying to explain to everyone what's going on. Sure. And they're just picking apart the three just... rules. Well wait a minute. If <laughs> If if I have a, if he has something stuck in his teeth and is flying over international airlines <laughs> or time zones, does that count? Like, oh I, my I, god! And Billy's, and Billy's response is, "I didn't make the rules. That's just how they are." Yeah, don't ask so many questions. It's movie magic. Bingo. <laughs> like it even cuts like during the movie, it shows like the Grublins take over oh the movie itself. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, they had to get Hulk Hogan. Oh, to geez. tear his shirt off and tell the gremlins to stop it. <laughs> it's such a goofy, goofy movie. Oh. But it's good. It's I want to see it I, now. I like that one. It's fun. Ooh, okay. Well, we should get right into Ichabod's Kill of the Flick, which we did differently this time. We did, because there's not so many human kills, but a few gremlin kills. Yeah. We're going to do one of each. Heck yes. So for humans... Yeah, it has to be Mrs. Deagle. She had it coming. Flying off of her stairway chair. 
That was awesome. Like flying right through the second story window into yeah. the street. I don't know how they did that. Well, obviously with a dummy, like a mannequin <laughs> taped to the chair. But like it looks hilarious. And it's well-deserved. It is. Oh, you feel so good when she bites it. Yeah. You don't usually feel in movies. There's usually, like, characters sometimes have redeeming qualities, but she just sucks. Yeah. And you feel good when she just flies out there. Ugh. Oh, yeah. But there's not really any um, human deaths in this that are graphic. Like, basically nobody dies other than the science teacher and Mrs. Deagle, right? Yeah. Yeah, that we know of. Like, if that's what they did to them, maybe there are more people, but they, they don't say. so. And I'm still not convinced about the science, other than he's obviously not the next one. But it's just kind of, because we don't see anything. It's just kind of like his head's underneath the desk with a syringe in his butt. Yeah, <laughs> I get the implication. Yeah. But, yeah. And what about the creature death? I think... Now, we've got some mixed opinions here. Right. Uh, honestly, the most graphic death might be Stripes at the end. Sure. Absolutely. When uh, we were talking about it now, it's just like, that's a pretty bad one. Yeah, because he just melts away. <laughs> um, the other one I thought was the uh, the microwave. Yes. Because it, it explodes. Right. <laughs> in very messy results. Yes. And, and you like the I like uh, the, the mixer. mixer. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was the first one, and I just kind of wasn't expecting it. No. And then all of a sudden, the head's in the mixer, and we're turning it on, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just kind of wasn't ready for it. And I think it's just kind of that impact on me. I was like, oof, that's a, that's a kill. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And, and, and then all the time, mm -hmm. it's kind of sticking out. Yeah, just kind of ball. wiggling around. Kind of reminds me of, um, there's one Star Wars where the droid is like, kicking around in one of the first ones i think it's r2 is in a like a torture shop kind of yes this is at um turn of the jedi there you go tortured by the, yes, the robot that one yeah there's a little guy with his little legs kicking He's and upside always down. Like, yeah exactly yeah. you know the scene I do. <laughs> oh yes so that was gremlins that was fun good 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 little christmas movie yeah after christmas movie plen cleanse the palate yeah, a good a good Boxing Day movie. Yes. Uh, and next week, we're doing a fun, another fun one. We're doing Christine. Back to the Stephen King. Back to Stephen King, because you, know, you just can't get enough. Nope. Just can't get enough. <laughs> yeah, next week, uh, Christine, a great little... Killer, I don't know anything about it. Killer car. Oh, another killer car. Killer car. Stephen King have a thing for killer cars. Well, oh, that feels like a tongue twister. Does Stephen King have a thing for killer cars? <laughs> now, all our listeners, try to say that. Ten five, times. Five times fast. Stephen King, have a thing for killer cars. Stephen King, have a thing for killer cars. <laughs> Ooh, it's fun. <laughs> we have fun here on the podcast, we don't do. we, Nick? <laughs> That's what we're doing for. Oh, yes. Oh, so that'll be good. Yep. And you've seen it already. No, I haven't. I haven't seen it. What? Nope. Oh. Oh, another one where we haven't seen it. Either but of us. Our special guest has. And she okay. loves it. Interesting. So is this like an eighties one, do you know? I think it is. Is it? Okay, like an eighties, nineties? Because I've heard of it. My sister actually suggested it. So I was kind of excited. I, I thought like when I heard Christine, I thought it was like a child, possibly. Nope. No? Because Stephen King also likes his kids in horror. So <laughs> No, that's the wrong one. Um, 
1983. 83. 80s. Okay, fun. 80 movie. Ooh, love a good Stephen King 80s. Oh, this is going to be good. I'm excited. Good. Yay. Hope you guys are all excited too. <laughs> and thank you for joining us. This episode, as always, always, wow, I can't, too much eggnog and rum today. Too much. <laughs> this episode, as always, was brought to you by our executive producer, Ichabod, who's sitting here snoring. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Horror, and now YouTube at The Horgasm Podcast. Oh, if you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope you see us again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Merry Christmas again, you guys. Merry Christmas. <laughs>